magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 513. Uh, we have been gone for a while. We've missed Hiatus. four episodes in a row. Four? Yeah, oh, really? It's wow. been a month. I didn't realize it was that many. I think it was four or maybe this. No, yeah, I think it was four. Um, we, uh, I don't think we've ever missed a many. I think we might have missed a couple in a row here and there. But I don't think we ever miss three, and then four is just like, wow, wow, are we com- even still alive? Compounding drama. So I think the first week we missed was because your house was, they were jackhammering or something There was crazy uh, like a lot that. of jackhammering and sign Oh, no, going it was, on. It was uh, concerning fumes, I believe, is what, because I was like, oh, and I, was like was I don't know, that. man, like I might be able to just run like some like noise filter on it and like it might, it'll be annoying, <laughs> but it won't be like unlistenable. And then you're like, yeah. oh, no, like they're, they're pouring some chemical. I have to get out of here. Well, no, what happened was they were using a saw, like all, all the power tools is like power, like electrical tools, but they have this one special saw that runs on gas. It's like a weed eater oh. kind of motor. And, um, they were running that thing and it was like getting sucked into the, uh, the HVAC vents and just oh, dispersed nice. through the whole house. <laughs> so thankfully Bam and the kids were gone, but I was home being like, this doesn't, this seems like a concerning amount of like exhaust fumes that I'm breathing. Um, so yeah, I had to bail that day. And then, uh, yeah, like we were talking about before the show. Um, I think it's just, only uh, actually been three weeks though, because the week following, I actually had travel planned up in Wisconsin for, or in uh, the Chicago area for Lindsay's um, holiday party. Oh, really? And then uh, the we count the week Fridays, after. No, I brother, was, we missed four. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It was only supposed <laughs> but, to be a couple, uh, and then uh, unfortunately, my uncle passed away, and I had to hightail it up to Chicago and deal with all that. So that was cool, but um, yeah. You know, so a lot of events happening. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, but here we are. I only intended on missing like maybe one or two. That would have been planned. I know it snowballed into four. Yeah, so whatever. But well, so I, um, yeah, I worry too. I should have threw some rerun episodes in the feed or something because there's going to be people that are going to just forget that we we're even around. No. But to the real ones that are waiting for a new episode that Impossible. are going to see this. Yeah, that's true. All our listeners are real ones. Pour one out for um, the real ones. <laughs> so. Um, um, well, so I, I can, I have so many uh, tales of trials and tribulations uh, over the last few weeks. I don't even know where you start. So let's get into it. I, um, for the longest time, have wanted to upgrade my gaming PC because my gaming PC is like mm-hmm. circa 2011. Like it's got a, a mm-hmm. newer video card in it, but mm-hmm. I'm talking newer as in like inside the last five years new, you know? So like, yeah. Um, and I, I was, had been meaning to, to do it, you know, I just kind of never got around to it. Cause I don't know, there's a million other things that are more important to spend my money on. Um, and then COVID happened. Well, I don't know. It was like the Bitcoin. No, actually I take that back. I think like Bitcoin mania happened, which caused all the mm-hmm. GPUs to just like be impossible to get. And I was like, yeah. Oh, fuck it. Well, I'll just, I, I'm sure, surely this will subside at some point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then spoilers, COVID happened and crypto mania yeah. did not subside. The chip right. shortage started and then it yeah. was like even more impossible. So like my computer like old enough now that I basically can't play anything that is like new or mm-hmm. cool that my friends want to play. Um, mm-hmm. So I used going up to Chicago as like, I actually had like planned the days that I wanted to go like wait in line to try to get a GPU. Mm-hmm. Because like where I live here in Tennessee, like I, I probably need to drive to Atlanta or something like that to find a store that sells like <laughs> PC parts, you know. I mean, Best right. Buy, I guess, gets them, but you know, they, not, they don't get a bunch compared to... Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do you guys have micro, micro center or fries or anything like that? I don't that? think we have those out here, but I know the place. Yeah. So Chicago, the Chicago area has micro center. There's a few different locations there and that's like a really, really good place to get PC stuff. And their sales, weirdly enough, are like often like ultra competitive, even compared to like 
any online thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so we got, I got there, met up with a buddy of mine. We were like, all right, we're going to go camp out at micro center. Like they get video cards on, uh, I think we got, I don't remember what day of the week it was, but like Thursday or something. We got tipped off. They're like, yeah, we're going to have a bunch today. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so we get there, stand in line forever. Um, they finally open and we realized the extreme fuck up that we did in that, like, they don't do it by a line there. They do it by like, you scan this QR code on the door to like register that you were there before Uh, 8 a.m. or whatever. And then from there, it's a raffle. So like, Uh, so like, you know, here I am thinking it's just like, oh, because we were pretty far back in line, you know, so there was no like, no, I couldn't really like see the door or I I think we could see the door, but like, I don't know. I thought people were just going up to like read the hours or like whatever, like was posted. And I didn't even think twice about it, you know? So we're standing in line for like hours and uh, they open up and they're like calling people's names. And Mm -hmm. at first I was like, oh, this is weird. Did someone, these guys like figure out how to like pre-order these things online for like pickup or something? Cause that's pretty smart. I wish I would have done that. And, um, you know, but most of the people they were calling were like from the front of the line. So it's like, I don't know. They're, maybe they talk to the employees or I have no idea what's going on, but I'm just yeah. going to sit here and see what happens. Cause we were there really early. We were like not super far back in line. I feel like we had a good chance Ugh. to get something right. And then like they started calling people from like behind us in line. And then, and then at the point, I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? And kind of like walked up. Cause I was like, and then I went to like talk to the guys like, Hey, I don't know. Like, how do you guys disperse these or whatever? And he's yeah. like, oh, well, we just call people that registered. It's it's kind of random. Um, and I was like, well, register for what? He's like, oh, well, you need to oh, scan God. this thing and, and oh, register God. on the site. And I was like, oh, my yeah. fucking God. So um, they the way it works is there's like a queue that forms digitally up until 8 a.m. And then after that, they honor the actual line. Um mm-hmm. With like the thinking, I, I I don't know. I guess the plan is like they don't want people like camped out there like all night, you know. So if you just show up, scan the thing, then just go chill in your car for, you know, however oh, right. long you need to uh, sit in your car. And um, yeah, so by the time we got up there, they were like, yeah, we've got thirty sixties that you can buy. Which like you know, thirty sixties are my camera's kind of jittery for some reason. Um, Thirty sixties are not what we wanted, so uh, yeah. I was just like so defeating. So that I just yeah. event- I went inside and I just bought a pre built gaming PC. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> they had a thirty eighty in it, or yeah, what? because like everyone was there for <laughs> video cards, but they had also gotten um, a yeah. few pre built uh, machines that had the thirty eighty Ti mm. in them, which is what I wanted, and. Mm kind of stood there for a while and like looking at like the specs and stuff. And I was like, well, I am sure I'm paying like a little bit of a premium for this. But like, if I add all this stuff to my like cart on like newegg.com or whatever, it's basically in line with if I just bought it all myself. Yeah. So I don't feel too bad about it, I guess. But it was just like extreme frustration definitely led me to spending way more money that day than I was expecting. I've done that. I've definitely done that. I think I did that with my Xbox, actually, because the whole Walmart pre-order debacle. And when that all fell through, I was just like, I'm so mad. I'm just going to buy one on eBay. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was the thing. I was like, uh, you know, because I was like, I was feeling pretty good about it, you know, and I stood there for hours in the cold. And then when it was like, oh, sorry, you actually get nothing because you didn't do this one dumb thing that you didn't know about. (laughs) I was just like, all right, well, this I'm this is so frustrating because. I, you can buy everything else online. Like I've been trying to buy a video yeah. card for months now. Yeah. And I've got like yeah. all the different stock trackers set up and it's like, yeah. I've had it's my phone, hard. dude, it's impossible. I've had my phone like in my hand unlocked when I get an alert from yeah. like the stock trackers that something's in stock somewhere. I hit it, which immediately tosses you into the actual shop. And like, I've been able to get something in my shopping cart like twice but you know, yeah. Shopping after checkout—that's a whole, whole other thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was well, kind of fun. So you like your new PC then? Yeah, it seems. I mean, it's it's a PC. Nice. I don't it's know. a PC. Yeah. I can finally play um, games like Escape from Tarkov and like PC only stuff that my friends have been talking about for months, and it's pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I was kind of also thinking too after 
the line debacle, I was like, you know, if I just would have paid a scalper, like the extra few hundred bucks or whatever, like when COVID started and I really wanted to build a gaming PC, like I would have a computer that I would have enjoyed for a year and a half. Yeah. You know, and at which point, like now, like the other extra 250 bucks or whatever the premium is. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, well, whatever. It's really stupid to spend money this way, but. You know, yeah. like, we're, I don't know how you compute like the opportunity cost of, you know, no. not being able to play computer games. That's like a weird thing to even think about. Spending money in a stupid way is something you do really well. Yeah, so that's true. it wouldn't be. Yeah, we both do well, actually. That's true. Um, did you get your Tesla? Uh, no, that's still on order. It's in. How long does it take? F- forever. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I ordered my car uh, months and months ago, and yeah. uh, they're telling me that it might be ready January to February. I don't know. Wow. But, you know, in reading online, like, people are just like, you know, these dates mean nothing until they call you and are yeah. like, hey, we've got, you know, we have your VIN number. We need to start your figuring out, like, yeah. your paperwork and stuff. Until then, it's just, like, a waste of time. So, I don't know. Well. It's and been, your Miata's gone, right? Yeah, it's been kind of frustrating. Took it away. Yeah, because yeah. uh, not having a car is a lot uh, more inconvenient than you might think. So do you have you have just one car now? Well, yeah, we have we have Lindsay's Prius, and then I have and your uh, truck, right? Yeah, but my I mean my truck. I don't have any reason not to trust it, but it's just like uh, a twenty year old, you know, truck yeah. with the check engine light on that sometimes yeah. doesn't start. And mm-hmm. needs to have like the some wires jiggled in the engine to get it to get the battery <laughs> to reconnect and start again. So, um, yeah, it's definitely not something that I would like drive any farther than you know our, our like immediate town and stuff like that. So, which yeah. is just been, yeah. I mean, it would probably be fine, but just like it's like the additional complication of needing to like urgently go up to Chicago to deal with family stuff and being like, shit, yeah. I don't know, like I don't have a car that. I trust to make that drive. I can take Lindsay's car, but then she's stuck here with my truck yeah. that I don't really trust. And that almost seems yeah. worse. So it was just like, all right, well, I just, right. thankfully I had a friend up in the Chicago area that had an extra car that they didn't mind me to just borrow for the week. Cause rental cars were like ultra mega, super duper fucked. And like, wow. I don't know what I would have done if, you know, my buddy hadn't had just like, Oh yeah, you can take my, my extra car. Sure. Go nuts. That's nice. His wife's yeah. car, actually. They work. They both work from home, so it's they're a very similar situation like us, where, yeah, you know, the two cars used to be a necessity when people commuted. Now that everyone works from home, yeah. it's like the second car just sort of sits in the garage and doesn't do anything, you know. So, yeah, we uh, we only have one car, and it's only very occasionally a problem. But um, right now, with the house being under construction, and I moved into my cousin's house, and he lives like in a suburb that's. With no traffic, it's like 15 minutes, but it's like along a freeway route, freeway route that's frequently trafficy. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like 30 minutes to get here, and um, having to go back and forth to the house a bunch to like deal with whatever issues or whatever. Um, so my parents, they don't need their two cars, so they let me borrow one of theirs too. Yeah. So it's it's handy right now, but they're like, hey, when your house is done, like you can just keep that car, like it, it's old anyway, so whatever. But I'm like, I don't actually want two cars, but yeah. Okay. Thanks. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So after, so this is the first time that I've actually traveled since COVID started, you know? So like I haven't mm-hmm. been, we've been home for, you know, uh, we first moved down here f- f- uh, February of last year. So, uh-huh. or no, the year before that, I guess. I don't remember. Year before, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, first time going anywhere, uh, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Like, uh, being in an airport and in the age of COVID is really strange because, um, oh, wow. you know, it's, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I'll, I'll, I'm a, I'm a good sport. Like I'll wear a mask anywhere that people, you know, that, that's required sure. or anyone wants me to, or whatever. like, I don't care. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm more into making other people feel comfortable. I'm not super worried. I, you know, it's something that's vaxxed up and all boosted and stuff. I'm not personally that yeah. worried about it, but you know, I don't like making other people uncomfortable. Cause I know that, like, I know when COVID was a thing here before the vaccine started, you'd see like ever a lot of people wearing masks and when people didn't, it was like, Oh man, I need to stay away from that person, you know? So, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, dude, like going up from uh, Chicago to Minneapolis was the first flight I've taken since COVID started. And it really sucks uh, wearing a mask basically from the time that your lift picks you up to take you to the airport, through the airport, through your flight, uh, and then the lift like to your hotel. Like you basically get like a reprieve if you like go to the bathroom and like you know <laughs> sit on the toilet for a while just to like yeah. take your mask off. I guess I, it was like so dumb. I was like, I don't know, I'm just gonna sit on the toilet for five minutes and just like uh take my mask off without anyone just like breathe. giving me the a shitty look. But then breathe um, this airplane bathroom air. A friend of mine was telling me he's like, oh dude, the secret is you just like get a drink and you just kind of like hold your drink near your mouth in the airport and like <laughs> no one cares. And I was like, oh I don't know that seems shitty too. True so too. I don't yeah. know. But what's so wacky about the whole like masking on flights is it's like, so my flight up to Chicago or from Chicago to Minneapolis and Minneapolis to back to go visit the GML office, um, both had pretty severe turbulence both ways. So there wasn't a um, beverage service or anything like that. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. However, the flight home from Chicago down to Knoxville was, you know, fine, normal, totally copacetic. And they did beverage service. It was just so bizarre how it's like, extreme need to wear a mask everywhere and that's like okay well we're coming through to you know pour you out a half can of everyone Coke. Takes, everyone their takes their mask off, off. <laughs> and it's like and what was weird too is <coughs> and again you know i don't want to get into like anti-masking i i believe masks do something good you know whether it's making sure. people feel comfortable or containing the virus either way i'm fine with it right yeah. um but, it, you know, it was really strange being in Chicago where they have a very, very stringent mask requirements. So I imagine a lot like California, yeah. right? But but it's like, you know, as soon as you are seated at your restaurant or bar or whatever, it's like, all right, masks come off. Everyone's cool with it and everything yeah. else, right? And yeah. I don't know, it's just like, like we went to this one like tap room where, um, you know, I was walking outside, you know, a mask on because I was outdoors and like wasn't thinking about it and just walked in and they like yelled at me mm-hmm. for like not having any mask on. I was like, oh, shit, sorry, I put it on my pocket, put it on. And we really, yeah. seriously walked like four feet to like the first stool at the bar, <laughs> yeah. sat down and they're like, Hey, cool. What can I get you? And you take your mask off. You can take just, it off. Yeah. Like, I feel that way when we leave a restaurant. Cause I'm like, you had your mask off, you just eaten. And then you're just walking like 15 feet to the door right. to leave, to go outside. But you have, you like put your mask on for that 15 feet and it's like, okay, it seems silly, but whatever. We did go to one restaurant though that had, um, they were pretty strict about wearing your mask when you were getting up from your table, which is fine. Like, you know, again, whatever, I don't care. But, um, the, they had like a, a buffet kind of salad bar sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, interesting. Like that's, that's, uh, I would figure that but anything buffet style would be, would be toast. But when I got up there, uh, you have to wear your mask and, uh, they have like the single use, like subway gloves, you know, like the subway people use, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> Which I was like, dang, yeah. like this is actually, I actually hope this sticks around because I always thought it was kind of yeah. gnarly, like, you know, touching yeah. the same spoon as like, you know, everyone else wiping their nose and all this stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Um, that was I don't gross know. before COVID. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this is actually an improvement. Like, it's, you know, I hope this stays. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because they just wanted you like, you know, whatever your dominant hand was, they were like, hey, just put a glove on whatever hand you're using to like touch the stuff. And yeah. I was like, dang, yeah. okay, I, I actually like this. Um but, uh, but yeah, dude, things have gotten weird with COVID now because like, so leaving, uh, I left Chicago, flew home yesterday. So Thursday, the 16th, um, my friends that I was staying with, like one of them tested positive for COVID on, uh, the 15th, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, that was like my last like night in Chicago. We had like, you know, plans to go out to all these like really cool bars and restaurants and stuff and didn't end up doing any of that, you know, and, and we we're mm-hmm. all triple vaccinated, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, me and my buddy were like, oh, shit, like, what, you know, like, should we go get tested now, too? Because, like, you know, we've all been yeah. basically staying in the same condo together, you know, like, yeah. doing a lot of shared air here. Um, so ran down to Walgreens and it was like something out of a fucking movie, man. Like there was a Black Friday style run on those. Um, really? The, the take home style COVID tests. Yeah. Because yeah. um, <laughs> it was like. Yeah, like the the girl was just there at, at Walgreens with like her little dolly cart with the boxes on them, and mm-hmm. like couldn't even get them stocked on a shelf because so many people were coming in to get them. That's wild. And then like that night, like they were saying on the news that the, like the Omicron variant got detected in Chicago and all this other stuff, and it's just like 
I don't know, man, it was so busy. And then like looking at Facebook the next day, like all my Chicago friends was like either are getting COVID or know someone with COVID from like one of these stupid fucking holiday parties. It's happening. It's happening. So I don't know. Crazy. Let's see. So, uh, anywho, um, my last month has been interesting because I think we left, they were going to start working on my house. They were going to fix the wall that the car hit mm-hmm. and, um, things have gotten out of hand from there. <laughs> so oh, I imagine. They, <laughs> they were going to fix the wall and then we we're going to have them just do some minor stuff in that, that living room, redo all the walls basically. Um, so there's not just one new wall and the rest of it is painted wood paneling from the sixties. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have to add a doorway to kind of improve the flow and blah, 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 a couple other little things. And, um, so they get there and they're doing the walkthrough and they're like, well, we can't do these walls. And it's like, why? And it's like, well, if we pull those off, I can already tell there's going to be plumbing issues and you've had water issues on the perimeter of the house. And there's probably gonna be some dry rot or some mold or whatever. And he's like, anything we uncover, anything we open up and see problems, we have to fix the problems. We can't put new drywall over a bunch of mold and stuff like that. Like, okay. Well that, yeah, you also get into kind of like weird, like real estate disclosure things too. Cause you have to, there's a property disclosure form. You have to answer honestly. It's like, Hey, is there mold in this house or whatever? And kind of, yeah, we'll get really fucked if the contractor ever gets asked like, Hey, was there mold there? And you said no. And it's like, Oh yeah, actually they just told me put new drywall up, you know? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think just from like a, it's like a ethical yeah. standpoint too. Yeah. They're just like, we won't even do that. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> but, total uh, liability nightmare. Yeah. So, um, so when they came over to do just the first like walkthrough of what they were going to do, we were like, okay, well let's, let's yes, open up all the walls, even if it opens up some problems or whatever. Um, and so like slowly since that day, that first day that they started, things have just been building where it's like, okay, we pulled this off. We found this, but also you should do this. And blah, 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 blah. And it's just been like infecting the whole perimeter of my house where they found dry rot, but then it's around the whole house. And so they like took off the stucco on the lower third of the house so they could fix these dry rot problems because the dry rot was just around the edge, like the bottom edge. But it's like back in the day when they just like built your foundation up to the dirt and didn't like think anything of it or whatever. And so like water will slowly seep into the wood of your house. And um, yeah, and then it got to a point of where it's like, you know, we pulled a third of your stucco off and a lot of it was just floating on the wall. Anyway, it's bad. It's like original to the house. It's like 70 years old. So you should really think about redoing your stucco. And it's like, oh God, okay. Like that's a huge expense. Well, So but, yeah, but originally this was all like part of an insurance claim, right? So is the insurance covering like any of these additional things that have popped oh, up? Oh, they're sure trying not to. Mm. <laughs> they're very much trying not to, to the point of might get like an attorney involved or something because uh, oh, they're very, they they were even like, we don't have to pay for you to stay somewhere else because, um, you know, the part of the ha- your house that was hit is like, you know, external enough that you can block it off and you can still live in the rest of the house or whatever. And we're like, okay, but at the time Pam was pregnant, but since then we've had, we had a baby. So we had an infant and we had a toddler Yeah, and it's like, okay, so dust does not obey the laws of of anything so like we lived there for the last month we just moved out this week um and it's been a nightmare it's been dust everywhere i have a little tiny baby that's breathing construction dust and all this stuff and um the noise of the tools is freaking out my toddler and i'm like i don't need to traumatize this two-year-old um, who doesn't know why there's like the house is shaking because they're like sawing off some crazy thing or whatever. So, yeah, I'm kind of pissed off about that. And I feel like they should have put us up somewhere. Yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, that's going to be a fight with uh, what I'm trying to get them to to cover. And then the other thing is they discovered a lot of dry rot. It was pretty minor around the, the perimeter of the house. But um, the uh, one of the backsides of my house um water would pool the the concrete in the back patio was yeah, all jacked yeah, up yeah like some weird like gr- grating issues yeah and water would just pool there for years and years and i've you know we've always wanted to fix it and so they had to pour some concrete to do a new foundation for the wall repair and so since they were bringing a cement truck out anyway we had them do redo all that stuff and redo our front porch and stuff and pour a patio and it looks real nice but um 
yeah, the water had like dry rotted out, like basically an entire back wall of my kitchen. Um, and so like I, I contacted the insurance about that stuff too. And they're like, well, we, you know, you have dry rot coverage in your plan, but, um, we won't cover dry rot. That's the result of like a problem that's been there for years or something like that. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but- so explain instant dry rot. Cause that's not a thing. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Dry rot happens over d- decades of problems. And so huh. like, what is the point of that even or whatever? So yeah, they're being super shady with everything, but yeah, that's so what anyway, kind of the, made me worried about your project when you were like, oh, well, we're going to tack on all this extra stuff. Because I feel like it'd be very easy for an insurance company to like be like, nope, we're not paying for any of this shit. As opposed yeah. to like, if it was like one project that discovered a bunch of problems that then would get fixed, yeah. independent of what you want to do separately. Yeah. But I guess, you know, the permitting would made that tricky. Well, a lot of things make it tricky. And um a lot of the dry rot was discovery through them ripping open the wall to fix it. Right. So it, it, there's, there's lines that lead back to this original thing, but they don't really see it that way. And mm. also I haven't been trying to be shady and be like, Oh, let's add this to the insurance claim and have them pay for this, you know, a new fireplace or something stupid. Right. right. Um, I've been, everything's been very related and like makes sense that it should be covered by insurance. Um, and they're still fighting with me about it, but so anyway, the result is that um, our little simple wall repair has turned into um, our entire living room being redone and now our kitchen and bath. And they're adding a full bath into our house where our half bath was. Hmm. It's going to be tight. But uh, yeah, now it's like we can't. The whole house is just destroyed right now. No Jeez. stucco on the outside at all. And it's been storming like crazy. It's just wrapped in plastic. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. What a clusterfuck. <laughs> <clears throat> I should send you, I took a picture of, um, the back of our house. Cause, um, I don't know if you remember my house, but we had these weird like wall unit AC units, like embedded into the walls yeah, like from this, like previous the split owners system or whatever. Right. Or is it actual, well, it, like... it was, they were just regular wall units that somebody cut a hole in the wall and stuck them in there. Oh, weird. And, um, because the, the house didn't have central heat and air until, um, they sold it to us. Like that was all new. So, um, forever that was like the air conditioning in the house was two rooms had a wall unit ac and um and so they had just been there forever and they're kind of an eyesore and they're unnecessary and we've always talked about taking them out but then you got a hole in your wall you got to mm-hmm. figure out how to deal with so this was another thing where they're like yeah we'll fix those up and fix the drywall on the inside and blah 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 and since we're redoing the stucco on the outside it'll get stuccoed over anyway and look perfect so um so I was taking a picture of the back of our house where they took one of the AC units out to send to Pam because she was at her parents. And uh, the, it looks like it looks like a house like after like Katrina hit or something oh, like that. Geez. Like it's wrapped in plastic. It's yeah. all dilapidated. It's just boards, it's a bunch of boards holding a house together. Um, it's just nuts. So, yeah, it's been a super stressful situation with uh, everything. But we're feeling a little better now. We're moved into my cousin's house. And um that has taken a, a big load off because every day we'd wake up, the, these dudes show up at seven on the dot every yeah, day right. and um, start going crazy with noise and stuff. And so every day you'd wake up and I mean, the kids wake up between like six and seven anyway. So it's like you'd get up, but then you'd be like, where are we going to go today? It's like freezing out. It's like raining a lot and you know, can't go to the park. You can't go do things, right. but you got to get out of the house. So that was really stressful. So now we're not worried about that. But um, yeah, it's been a trip. So hopefully, I hope by mid-February we're going to be done with everything. And uh, the cool thing is, is that there's not much left to do at the house that we haven't wanted to do. I mean, you talk about things you want to fix around your house and stuff. It's going to be kind of all done in one big shot. Um, The only major thing left we'll have to do is the roof at some point. And then um, we need to resurface our pool and do that stuff. But uh that's going to be a while till we can save up. You should more look money. into um, if you're doing stuff with your roof, like figuring out how to get solar put in, because like you might be able to, yes. you know, do the roof and the solar at, like basically no yeah. cost to you, but the power being generated by the solar stuff, you know? Yeah, I actually uh, my contractor has a solar panel guy, and they were talking about like, um, you know, it can get pricey or whatever, but what they can do is they can just install the infrastructure for it. 
and then you can just add panels as you want. Yeah. And our house, the way it's positioned, we get it basically east to west sun all day long. And so you go on this website to like rate how good your house is for like solar absorption or whatever, like 99% or something yeah, like that. Cool. So, um, and then we, we are upgrading our water heater to one of the electric tankless water heaters too, which you get like a big discount for, um, in my city. So yeah, I'm going to do that eventually, but that'll probably be, uh, some other time. Yeah. I want, I, them would, to fin- <laughs> I want them to finish what they're doing to they stop, stop adding things on. Yeah. I would love to, to get solar, project. uh, at, at a house of mine, but it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it's expensive and I don't know, it's yeah. hard to, uh, hard to justify, I think. And I don't really like the idea of like signing up for these like wacky, uh, financing deals and stuff like that to, um, cause that's how a lot yeah. of them, like attach like a uh, like a lease for the equipment like to your actual like home so like if you try to sell it yeah you need to sell it to someone that's cool with the fact that you've got this like 25 year mm-hmm. solar lease or whatever right um, that's like baked into the deed now you know and yeah i don't know that seems hard to undo but paying yeah, for them like into, out of pocket uh, is like wildly expensive you know so like i don't yeah i don't know what you yeah. do um i actually looked into the tesla roof panels too because um we've been needed a new roof for a few years and uh those two are like mega like the expensive roof, the roofing itself is pretty reasonable but um it's buying like the power station and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then it's like you know you have to buy multiple power stations to yeah. make it even be worthwhile yeah. and they're each like 20 grand a piece or something so it's like that's yeah, a lot okay drop 80 and then and they'll, they do a little calculator where it's like oh if you have a 30-year loan like you know you'll you'll have paid this off and be making money in 18 years or something like that. And yeah. it's like, that's fine. I guess if you know, you're never moving and you're, you're in for the long haul right. with this whole thing or whatever, but that's well, a big upfront cost. Yeah. Also what makes me personally nervous about, um, taking on those like long-term loans on that sort of stuff is like, you know, go back in time 18 years and imagine yeah. how shitty your solar system would be that you would have put in. Right. Like, yeah. Oh Yeah. And it would just, I don't know, that would bug me to death to be like, oh, yeah, I still owe like $40,000 on this thing that sucks compared to like yeah. what I could have gotten today. Yeah. but Yeah. Um, and even like uh, our HVAC unit, which they put in in 2015, just before we bought our house. Um, and I was like, you know, a contractor's like, oh, yeah, we can upgrade that because it's, it's mounted on the roof and it's pretty ugly and big. And he's like, um, oh, yeah, yeah they make, they're so small now you can put them in the attic and they're super quiet and you know, all major the, change. Yeah. The vents in the rooms now can like control the temperature independently in each room and stuff. And I'm like, dang, that sounds really cool. But, um, I was like, you know, this thing's like five years old. I don't want to replace mm-hmm. it now. And he's like, dude, in the last five years, these things have gotten so much better just in five years. So Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm probably just going to get a regular roof and throw regular panels on the backside. That'd be see cool. what happens. But anyway, um, yeah. So a scary story too to go along with all this. A Speaking of stress, spooky story or <laughs> no? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, this has all just been a lot. Like having to deal with. Um, trying to manage all of this construction stuff and then also work and then also have two kids and a wife and all this stuff. And it's just been a lot. And, um, and I think it's been extra stressful. Cause like I said, this started small yeah, and it's been growing kind of on the fly. And so I feel like if this was like a big project we'd been planning, like we're going to move out, we're going to redo the whole mm-hmm. house. We're going to, we have all this money set aside to pay for this and blah, blah, blah. But it, instead it's been like, let's add this on. How much is that? Let's add this on. I can't add that. Like, you know, whatever. And it's all been like, you need to decide this like now. Cause if we're going to do it, we have to do this first yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's just been super like under the gun. Do you want to spend all this money on this thing or not? Um, how do you want this to be? Cause this is how it's going to be forever and all these things. So it's just been extra stressful because of that too. Um, and so on Sunday, <laughs> so on Sunday, uh, Pam and the kids were actually the kids had spent the night at her sister's house and then she went the next morning to pick them up and, um, it was super chill. No kids the night before, you know, we actually went to a show. Uh, we went to see me first in the gimme gimme's, which was super fun. And, um, Oh, cool. They're still playing. Yeah. That's neat. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a Christmas show. It was pretty funny. But um, and they uh, and so we had like a nice night out together. No kids to worry about. We both slept in. It was super chill. Um, and then she goes to pick up the kids the next morning, and I'm just around the house, just packing things up. You know, nothing heavy, even too. I'm just packing boxes, whatever. But I'd woke up that day, and my entire left arm was numb. Oh, jeez. And um, this isn't totally out of the ordinary. I sleep weird sometimes. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and both my arms are numb, and, and you're, I, like, shaking them around. I know that you're a big fan <laughs> of doing The Stranger, too. Yeah, that, that too. Um, and so it definitely – it didn't, like – it didn't, like, uh, alarm me too much because I was like, well, I probably slept weird on it or whatever. But it was like hours after waking up and still like my fingertips were super numb in my left hand and a lot of the arm was numb too and it just wasn't going away. And so I'm like, that's weird. And of course you always hear like, that's a symptom of a heart attack if your left arm's going numb. And so I'm like, oh God, you know, I hope I'm not having a heart attack, but I, it seemed fine. And so I'm chilling. So Pam is gone and I'm just home packing and whatever. And, um, yeah, out of nowhere, I just like get super lightheaded and I have trouble breathing. Oh, this is where Jared dies. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is coming to you from the grave with this podcast. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I just stop and I sit down and I'm just kind of like trying to maintain, like figure out what's going on breathing, but it's hard. It's like, I've never, if you've ever been at like elevation, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it's like hard to breathe. Yeah, like you know, go, it felt go like, like that. upstairs in Colorado, and you're like, "What the fuck is yeah, wrong with me?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, the air just feels really like I, I every breath is just like a, a, is difficult. And so I'm like, okay. And I think in the back of my head, I had the arm numb thing too, make me think oh, even no. more like, "Oh, this is so." Now you're starting to panic and making everything worse. Exactly, and so. Um, so yeah, I just sit down on the couch and I'm just kind of like trying to chill and it's not getting better and I'm freaking out about it and I'm home alone. <clears throat> and you start thinking about like, I have these little kids, I'm in the middle of this construction thing and yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. know, not a good time for me to die. And so, um, so I called Pam and I'm like, you know, how far away are you? And she's like, I'm just getting up the freeway and I'm like, I, I don't think I'm doing good. I think we should go get checked out. And she's like, okay, well I'll be there. Um, you know, call your parents to come down and watch the kids in the meantime or whatever. And my parents, of course, are like 45 minutes away, which isn't helpful. <clears throat> so, yeah, I call my mom and um, my dad's a nurse, too. So he's like asking me questions and blah, blah, blah. And like every every word I speak is like labor. It's like I say a word and then I feel like I can't say another word. Oh boy! Like I've never felt that way ever where every single word is just like difficult. It was so weird. And so mid discussion with my parents where I was just like, I don't think this, I think this is bad. I'm going to call 911. And I just hung up on them and called 911 and was like, Hey, this is happening and I'm scared. Please come help me. So yeah, a chill last Sunday turned into an ambulance coming and, uh, it took me away. It took me to the hospital, did all the tests, whatever. Um, good news is it was nothing to do with my heart. Heart's good. Lungs are good. Everything's good. So my best guess is, um, you know, I probably did just sleep weird on my arm <laughs> and it probably was just numb from that. The stranger. That probably got stuck in my brain that it could be a heart attack situation or something. And that just sent me into a weird panic attack or whatever. And I have no, there, there's no explanation for it really. No, no test showed anything, but, um, Got to spend the day at the ER. That was cool. So, yeah, yikes. It was really scary, though. It's definitely, I don't want to say a wake up call because nothing happened. <laughs> I feel like if you have a heart attack, that's a wake up call. This was more like uh, if this happens again, maybe just like chill for a little bit longer before you call the ambulance. But um, it was definitely scary. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, death experience. I'm really, uh, really bad with like the psychosemantic stuff. Like when I was staying with friends, yeah. friends of mine, and like I heard that like when I'm tested positive for COVID, I was like, oh shit, I, my throat feels bad now too. Like I yeah. definitely feel like I need to cough. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> well, I used to always do that stuff too when I'd like smoke weed a lot, and uh, which I don't do really anymore. But it'd be like, 
oh God, why do I even do this? Because every time I do, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> it's not even fun. And, um, yeah, it was kind of like that. But, uh, well, that's cool. everything's been good since then. I mean, no it's, other panic attacks. It's good of you to support your local, uh, emergency medical services with, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Everyone was very nice. Um, I can't wait to find out how much my ambulance ride costs because oh. that bill is surely in the mail. Well, I mean, you just throw it in the mix with your, uh, your house remodel and, uh, no one will even notice. <laughs> Home insurance should cover that, right? Stress-induced, uh, yeah. <laughs> stress-induced medical problem from I don't know about, about that. My one, house repairs, but maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that sucked. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much been my month. Moving my entire house. Uh, we had to rent a pod to put in the front yard to put all our furniture in. Oh my god! So my house, not the bedrooms, but the rest of the house is just empty, and that's a weird feeling. That was a lot of work, and. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole big thing. Are they? They're not moving the pod anywhere, right? They're just keeping it there. It's gonna just stay there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they but, get um, you. Is like the transportation of said pod. Yeah, it's very well, expensive. The cool thing is, we we were gonna rent one because we had to move our washer and dryer, which was in the room that got hit by the car. We're gonna have to move it out anyway. Um, and it was like, where do we put these things? So we were gonna rent a pod on our own, just to house that. And, um, it's going to be like a thousand bucks. It's stupid. Cause you go on their website and it's like, Oh, $250. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like I'll pay that for a month or two or whatever. Um, but then it's like, there's a $400 delivery fee and mm-hmm. a $400 pickup fee and there's taxes and blah, 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 blah and all this stuff. And it's going to be like a thousand bucks. Well, the worst like, part is <laughs> they, um, I've had friends that have been rocked by pods before is that the, um, so they like actually do your quote in like two parts, right? Where it's like, this mm-hmm. is what it'll cost to get the pod to you. You fill it up and get yeah. it back to our station, right? And that's very yeah. expensive. And you assume like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I've I've paid for this. So like dropping it off surely is going to be no big deal, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. It's like all that again. And so I've mm-hmm. had I've had people in a situation where it's like, uh, like I just can't, I can't afford, to, afford get my pod back. to get my shit back. And it's like, at that point they have you totally by the balls, man. And they know yeah. it too. And I think that's like part of their business structure is like, like oh, realizing probably. that they can basically hold your things ransom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't it's know. a good racket I I in that field. But, um, the cool thing is, uh, they give contractors a discount, not through the pod, brand it's a different like a local place but um my contractor gets uh discounts through it so um the whole shebang with everything is like 600 bucks for two months which oh, i feel like is pretty mellow yeah that's pretty <clears> good i've i've heard stories of pods uh once you're all said done costing like thousands of dollars yeah and it's just like totally yeah. not a savings over like getting a storage unit hiring you know, getting a moving truck like all that yeah. stuff right and they make you think it is but yeah. it's not yeah, you could probably rent a U-Haul and park in front of your house for two months for cheaper. Maybe. But yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> glad you survived. That's everything. Yeah, yeah, I didn't die yet. We'll see. I hope I get to see. I hope I hope I live to the at least see the remodel be done. See the fruits of your, yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah, good. Yeah, that's my short, short-term goal. <laughs> Give me two more months. Well, cool. Uh, what else is going on? Um, like, like well, there had to be something else. It's been a month. I mean, we're we're nearing the end of the year for iPhone game stuff. Oh yeah. Oh god, I have all that to do still. I usually would start all the end of year stuff in like the beginning of November. I. It's gonna be. We're, it won't be a top hundred games list. I'll tell you that much right oh, now. I don't here's know a, what I'll be able to Here's a bunch of good time. games that you should play list. Yeah. It'll be a game of the year and then, I don't know, read it, read all our reviews. Yeah. Um, no, we'll do, we'll figure something out. Mikhail's been a huge help the last, not even during the remodel, but since the baby was born, I've been more MIA than normal. And uh, that dude steps up. It's very nice. But, um, but yeah, we got the end of the year stuff. Um, we can breeze through. I picked just a few stories out because I wasn't going to go through like a whole month's worth of things we missed. But if you want to talk about uh, sure. iPhone game things. What direction do you want to start? 
<clears throat> Let's start on this uh, Angry Birds story here. All right. So um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the original Angry Birds was taken off the store in 2019. I and that. um, yeah, that's a weird. They, thing. Like they, they took it off, and it was just like didn't really have any kind of replacement, right? They had like Angry Birds with friends or Angry Bird friends or whatever it's yeah. called. And there, there's all the spinoffs, and there was the sequel, which has it was also years old or whatever. But the sequel was kind of built from the beginning to be like a free to play game as a service type thing. Whereas the original Angry Birds was like a paid 99 cent puzzle game that they added level packs on it forever and then kind of like shoehorned some free to play stuff in over the over the years or whatever. Yeah, but it was like consumable power ups or something, if I recall correctly. Yeah. You'd summon the mighty eagle and, for yeah, you know, ten cents or whatever. And so um but really the biggest problem was that the um all the frameworks and stuff that they used to build these older games um, were all super outdated. And to kind of get things up and going, I'm, I'm sure you know from your time with Game Club how yeah. difficult this stuff can be. Yeah, I mean, they probably, um, I remember was there quite a while where Angry Birds had that Chilingo Crystal shit in it and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's hard to so even imagine how much like wacky ass like legacy shit was in. Yeah. I mean, because it would have been like the earliest of early ad providers and in app purchase yeah. frameworks and like, yeah, you know, Crystal, man. I forgot yeah, about like Crystal. all those like score middleware things and achievement yeah. things. And yeah, yeah, just a mess. And so, um, so it got to the point in 2019 where um, they were like, we literally can't update this anymore to be compliant with, you know, the, the latest stuff that we need for iOS and, and the new iPhones and stuff. So, um, they had to pull it off. And, did it make, um, did it make it through the 64 bit cutoff? Did it did. Yeah, it did. It was, it was still working. Huh. Um, but yeah, you know, it was like, uh, popsicle sticks and bubble gum type yeah. situation, I'm sure. So, um, anyway, they pulled it off in 2019. Um, obviously, People were pretty bummed about that. And then just from like a historical standpoint, like Angry Birds was kind of the game for iPhones for yeah. so long. That's a household name type thing. So having that game just vanish is that sucks. Um, and so some people started um, some like online sort of not petitions, but, you know, just campaigns, I guess, um, to bring back those original games or whatever. And I think it was uh, earlier this year. Rovio was like, okay, we hear you. We're going to do something about it. We don't quite know what that means yet, but we will look into what it's going to take to bring the original Angry Birds and some other games that they had pulled back. Right. Um, and uh, so last month, because <laughs> this was a month ago, um, they uh, they actually announced, yes, they this whole initiative is going to get started with the original Angry Birds. They're actually rebuilding it completely from the ground up using um, Angry Birds 2012, oh, cool. which uh, they kind of use as like the baseline. And, and, and a lot of fans consider that sort of like the peak of that game. Um, using that as sort of their their guideline um, and in, in terms of like the physics and the gameplay and, and the content and stuff. And so they're going to try and bring it back to that version as close as possible, rebuilding everything in unity. Um, and if they are able to do that, then, uh, it should be, um, able to be maintained for a much longer into the future and stuff like that. And, um, it'll also be a premium game, which I think is kind of cool. Um, this would be an easy opportunity for them to just like rebuild it as like a, a nowadays games as a service well, free to play game, but is it, is it going to be an update to the original or do you need to buy it again? Cause this is that I don't know. This is where people are going to get pissed. Like, Oh, I paid I spent 99 cents 11 years ago. Yeah. I already paid <laughs> yeah, for I, this. You thief. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if they know, um, because there might be some weirdness with that too. But, um, you know, I look at something like this and I'm like, yeah, I'll buy another. I'll buy Angry Birds again. It, it was like 12 years ago that I bought it. So, you know, whatever. Um, and it would be fun to replay all those original ones. I've talked a few times about um, the PSP Minis version of Angry Birds is like super fun because yeah. it's right up to the point just before they added the Mighty Eagle. Yeah, I, I, yeah, so it's just yeah. all OG Angry Birds levels. And um, the port itself kind of sucks. But uh just the content in it is really cool. So if they get to that sort of like level with this remake, 
Um, I think that'll be pretty cool. So um, they say that's going to happen in the first quarter of 2022. So uh, something to look forward to there with Angry Birds. Um, and then I don't know if you played this. You were a Rocket League player a little bit, right? Um, yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but I never got like crazy about it. But the, the, the Sideswipe game does seem pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, Rocket League Sideswipe launched um, earlier this month, and uh, it was the game of the week. Um, it's so it's so fun. It's like ridiculous how much they captured like the full Rocket League experience, but like in something that would just work so much better on mobile. Um, shorter like sessions and less people, and just less stuff to mess with, but still like all the crazy fun of uh, of Rocket League. It's really cool. So. Um, I don't know what their like monetization plan is going to be with this so far. It doesn't seem like they have anything. I feel like we're leading up to a point of having like a battle pass type situation or something like that. But, um, it's super playable for free, nothing crazy and it's super fun. So if you haven't played rocket league yet, download it for free. Um, sideswipe is, it's super good. Um, it's probably my favorite game right now even though I'm still bad at it. But uh, I just wanted to touch on that. That's that's high praise. Right now. Um, And then this was a blast from the past as well. Uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery got updated uh, to support full screen iPhones and newest versions of iOS. And I haven't played it in a couple of years, so I don't know if it was like broken or anything, but I don't think it was. I think it was just super outdated. but this has been coming a long time. I think we talked to them Ages when they're showing off the Switch version at, yeah. at PAX like 2018 or something. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're going to update the iPhone version too. And I'm like, cool, can't wait. And so here we are three years later. But um, I'll take it. This is a I kind of expected the um, updated version to show up as like Sword and Sorcery Plus on Apple Arcade, you know? I, that totally would not have surprised me at all. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because uh, because I haven't played this in a few years. I feel like this is a good reason to run through it again and um, you know experience it in all its full screen glory. Now, um, still such a cool game. Kind of crazy. It's been ten years since it came out. Oh, somebody's at your house. UPS guy's probably here. Oh, that bastard. Um, Bringing something. So yeah, for you... the dogs, most likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you own um, Sword and Sorcery, either the universal version or there's like an iPhone-specific version, they were both updated. Um, definitely check it out. Use it as a reason to replay this awesome game. Um, and if you never played this before because it is so old, maybe you skipped this or didn't didn't know about it or whatever, um, I would say this is a good opportunity to jump in and experience this very, still very unique game. There's nothing really quite like this one on, on iPhone or anywhere, really. Um so definitely do that. And the last thing I had to talk about was that uh, Alien Isolation launched on iOS, and it's really good. And it's kind of blows my mind that this game exists on a phone or an iPad. Yeah, um, I haven't I haven't had a chance to fiddle with this yet because uh, I've been uh, basically on cellular, and it's a, a large game. But uh, dude, it's, it's like eleven gigs. Yeah, it's top crazy. Of, top of my, I'm <laughs> surprised that it can be that large. I remember the uh, size limit used to be. It used to be like four gigs. Is there an additional download that there is? Oh. And um, it's actually the way. So Feral Interactive um, is who ported this over, and obviously they do really good work with porting big games to iPhone. But um, the way they handle the extra downloads is just really well done. You download, I think it's like four gigs just to start, um, and then there's like an extra download screen that pops up when you first fire it up, and it's like um, it's super transparent and tells you exactly what you're doing. It's like Here's the base game. You need this many extra gigs. Um, here's like some DLC. Here's like an extra mode. And you can toggle which ones you want to download now oh, cool. or if you want to do it in the background or if you want to do it all up front or whatever. And then it actually has like progress bars of like here's the overall download. Here's the thing we're downloading right now. And then down below is like here's where we're installing the thing that just downloaded. And it's like progress bars of everything. So you always know exactly where you're at. And um, it's just really, uh, if you have to do an in-game download like that, like this is the way to do it. But um, yeah, I definitely, I had to go through and offload so much stuff just to fit this bad boy on my phone. But um, super worth it. It plays super well with touchscreen controls, but also 
um, supports controllers, that's probably the better way to go. But I feel like with so many of these games, um, I, I, there's like an intimacy that's better on a smaller screen or even an iPad screen or whatever. But like something you're holding in front of your face and you have like good headphones on or whatever, I feel like you get absorbed in a game like this more. Yeah. And this is like very much one of those games, like turn the lights out and like get into it. Um, I mean, it's nice to play on a big screen and have a great sound system and stuff like that too. But there's something really cool about just having it like right in your hands. Um, and so that translates really well to uh, mobile. So kind of a miracle game that this even exists and works so well. But um, super cool. We're checking out. It's $15, which is might as well be a million dollars in yeah, mobile money. But um, it's also half price of what it is on like any other platform. So I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But uh, worth 15 bucks if you like this game or if you've never played it, this is a good way to play it. Um, and this is kind of like the only alien thing that's done any recent years that like alien fans like, uh, are, are okay with, you know what I mean? Like so many times there's like a new alien movie and like everyone hates it or whatever, a new alien thing. And, but everyone for whatever reason loves alien isolation. So pretty cool that this came out and also cool. I'm sure we talked about it on a previous show, but they, um, we did an interview with feral, I think earlier this year. And brought this up of like, hey, would you ever bring this to whatever? And um, they were like, I don't know, you know, maybe we'll look into it. Um, and so it's kind of cool that like now, like it actually happened. And um, they did actually port this to mobile. Also brings to mind Alien Blackout. Do you remember that oh, game? Oh, yeah. I actually, <laughs> the yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's Alien game. Um, that's really a direct follow up to this game. And um, remember how mad people were when it got announced because everybody's wanted an Alien Isolation, like, actual sequel on consoles well, and PC I, for it, so long? They did kind of fuck up that announcement, though, to be fair. I mean, like, mm. remember it was, it was like, like, hey, guess what? There's a new Alien game coming. Aren't you excited yeah, for everyone a new get Alien ready. game? Big announcement coming, yeah. I feel like <laughs> the worst thing you can do when you're announcing a mobile game is to allow capital R, capital G, real gamers uh, yep. get excited about something, not knowing that it's a mobile game and then having yeah. to deal with them, uh, as it comes out that, no, oh, you were actually talking about a mobile game. Sorry. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's Diablo immortal all over again. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, the alien blackout game from a few years ago was very good, a very good game on mobile too. And, um, so that's a direct sequel to this game. So now you can play them both. And, uh, you know, continue the story, I guess, or whatever. Um, so that's kind of cool that these are both on here now. So, anywho, uh, read our review of Alien Isolation. Five stars on this bad boy. It's super good. And um, if you have the space on your phone, you should get it. It's really good. And it's about all I have to talk about this week. Um, I'm just going to call it caught up. And so officially next, caught next this is like the, we'll just, yeah. the podcast equivalent of just marking all is red in your email. Yeah, basically we're good. We're caught up. Um, and yeah, I think there shouldn't really be any impediments to future shows. Right. No, I mean, I'm, I think we should be back. Yeah. I'm in to town. Normal. I have to, um, I have to drive back up to the Chicago area to deal with some more bullshit, but that's not going to be for another couple months. I need to get my car first to actually be able to yeah. like, drive and bring stuff home and things like that well here's a funny thing um next week is christmas eve next friday that's wow how is that a thing and then um the week after that is new year's eve so um i don't know we'll figure out what we're doing midweek i mean who cares i'm not doing yeah i'm not doing jack shit i'm doing literally nothing all week next week so yeah Um, well i am now in a house that is not under constant bombardment so um should be able to record okay and the internet seems to be good here so yeah that's a good thing. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's drive this bus off the overpass. Cause, uh, let's, it's been a while. Drive this bus that. straight into a, uh, a puddle of, uh, Omicron COVID spit with everyone having their <laughs> windows down and their mouths open. That's uh yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and thank you for, uh, Dealing with us being gone for a while. I'm happy to be back. feels right to be doing a podcast on a Friday. 
Um, and as always, uh, Tetracade is primarily supported through you guys, our listeners and our readers and our viewers. So if you like what we do and want to see us continue doing it, please check out patreon.com forward slash Tetracade and consider throwing some support our way. You can also help us out by doing your Amazon shopping through uh, tetracade.com forward slash Amazon. Just click that little link first and then buy all your presents on Amazon because yeah. uh, we're consumers and that's what we do. Um, also, feel free to shoot us an email. I haven't got an email in a while. I'm feeling lonely. Podcast at toucharcade.com. Send us anything you want. Thoughts, jokes, what you want for Christmas. We'll, uh, we'll be Santa Claus for you if you want. Um, and with all that, thanks again for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show. See ya.